Hello everyone, this is your Keeper Kenneth. In case you missed uh, our mini uh, delay episode last week, I'm going to start uh, talking about a creator at the start of every one of our episodes from now on uh, in order to promote uh, better equality in the podcast scape as well as like the TTRPG scape. Uh, so the people I would love to talk a little bit about are uh, the folks who did the black af uh round table i learned a lot by listening to them they have like about three hours or something of just sitting down and talking about a lot of the issues that they have faced um in voice acting podcasting and ttrpg community um so they just put up a second episode of that uh, this past week since i talked about it in the first uh, or, or in the thing last week so um, I'll be retweeting that on Twitter, and I'll uh, try to post something on that for Instagram as well. So uh, big props to everyone who appeared in that. So everyone who was in that is Christina Ariel, uh, Honey and Dice, uh, Michael Kritz, Gabe James Games, uh, Swords Fall 1, and Critical Bard. Uh, they're involved in everything from uh, Critical Role to uh, Rivals of Waterdeep. I've started listening to Rivals recently. I've never gotten into Critical Role, but it is highly acclaimed. Uh, I think Critical Bard uh, helped out with some of the music for that. Um, and I, I can't remember, but I think uh, the other ones within, within the round table uh, are also involved as well. Oh, uh, Christina Ariel, I think maybe a, a cast member. Uh, again, don't listen. So uh, apologize. The episode is a bit late. I had a very busy weekend uh, and was not able to spend the time I needed to to get the editing done and spent way too much time on doing it. The Monday it was supposed to go up, so it's coming up a little bit late. Apologies, but uh, I promise uh, Hannah and I made something this weekend that... Uh, I hope that you all will enjoy. Uh, that will be coming soon, and there will be some announcements about that coming. Uh, I'll post that whenever that's up and around. Um, as always, thank you to Michael Winton for the music. Uh, we have a new review up. Thank you to Leash uh, Ali or Leash Ali. Uh, great podcast, uh, says Leash. I enjoy the story and the voices. It is a fun podcast. Thank you very much for leaving a review. If you'd like your review also read, please feel free to go on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. We appreciate it. It helps us out a lot. Without further ado, I'll let you get into the episode. Uh, just FYI, I may be a little bit late on posting to the uh, wiki and updating that today. Uh, I'll try to do that around lunchtime or when I get off of work. I've uh, been very hectic lately and I need to get some sleep, so I hope you all enjoy the episode. So after all of you um, had your prospective crisis, crises and offers uh, to join the foundation, essentially, um, you were all uh, ushered into a, a small conference room and you're all seated around a table. And uh, there are several armed guards guarding the room on the outside um, just because there's several containment breach events that were detected um, and you can assume that maybe some of them were uh, fake Lucas and uh, 
and uh, and probably from Herman Fuller as well. Um, so while you're all seated here, um, there's probably some uh, um, alarms blaring in the background, but uh, you you have some time to uh, do any discussion here before anyone else is in the room with you. It's just the the four of you. Point of order is Miles there? Yes. Because at this point, so yeah, you you would have been ushered. So you all, uh, Doctor Miller grabbed Anyas and uh, rushed her off uh, to the the room that you're all now in. Um, and then she went off to go help reestablish containment. And uh, the rest of you were ushered either by guards or um, Miles was probably found by uh, Mr. Clark and brought here as well. Um, and this is where you will have your seminar um, uh, to learn more about the foundation. But for now, you're all seated here while people are trying to reestablish containment. And you're being protected by uh, some guards who are on the outside of the door. Um hey uh good to see you guys again i was worried i might not how's how's, how's everybody doing that that good Multiple huh containment breach events detected warning warning uh Just so okay <laughs> none of us are doing great it would it seem it seems like but yeah as uh as good as we can be i guess with uh with all that's going on here. What is, uh, what have you guys been up to? Did they give you rooms or something? They just took me back to my room. I hold up my pink lemonade and take a couple sips of it. Because oh, nice. That's my favorite. Except for yeah. the regular lemonade. It tastes the same as pink lemonade. Well, it doesn't because the pink lemonade is strawberry. All right. Fight and me on this. <laughs> Pink I lemonade is the same as regular lemonade. Big scary claws. Not right. Okay. All right. Well, racist. I know, I know you have them. Well, we don't need to call names. I just think lemonade tastes different than pink lemonade. You guys got lemonade in your rooms? I don't. Did you have any sweet bevies in your room, Ned? No. I just, uh, I got some, some of these folders, and I, like I was, I've been telling people my whole life that all this stuff is out there. You know about, you know, Bigfoot? They, he's, he's real, I knew it, I was telling you guys. Well, not you guys specifically, but, hey, I've been saying it my whole life, and it's, it's right here. It's right here. I think, uh, Miles is entirely unimpressed, because he, he knew Bigfoot was real. There was never any doubt to that, given his <laughs> upbringing. He had to be real, of course. Right. Yeah, if if Ned shows you, like, the file that he was given, it looks heavily redacted, and it's, like, a about as close to conspiracy theory level it can be without, like, there's just, like, an additional photo that looks like it could have been another one of those fake ones. It's kind of blurry. But, like, yeah, sure. It's the foundation. It's probably real. <laughs> But uh, these folks, uh, they offered me a, a job with them. Is that what what happened to you guys? That, that's great. Uh, I mean, they're not going to wipe your memory or break your camera or anything. That's awesome. Well, uh, the, yeah. the, the camera maybe, uh, but the memories I still got. So I'm, I'm doing good so far. Well, that's great. I got the same offer. Are you guys going to, are you going to take it? If you do, we might be able to. I don't know, hang out and get some strawberry lemonades. 
here and there. I think I need to hear a little bit more about this place first before I go taking any offers. Well, they don't just have strawberry lemonade. They have other drinks, too. I'm sure they do. Yeah. That's Uh, about all you need to know, I think. The strawberry lemonade sounds great, and, uh... Yeah, the the alternative wasn't, uh... I I talked about wasn't too great. Yeah, I think I'll... I'll I'll be doing this. I'll be fine here. I'll be just fine here. Well, that's awesome. Oh, I got my baseball cards. You guys want to see my baseball cards? I have. And I have Yachty. <laughs> the alarms are the alarms turn <laughs> off. Uh, <laughs> oh. And you don't you don't get the chance to uh, show them the baseball cards because uh, the door now opens, um, and in walks uh, Doctor Miller, uh, who's brought along Lucas as well as. Um, a new individual who you assume is Dr. Bright, but it's, uh, you can only identify them by, uh, the 963 medallion that now sits around the neck of a new individual. Uh, they are now in a female's body, uh, similar in stature to Dr. Miller, uh, wearing a researcher outfit again, uh, but has fiery red hair with a, uh, left side freshly shaved, uh, glasses uh all altogether fits better to dr bright than the bulky figure that some of you previously observed and yes i am having a lot of fun coming up with new designs for dr bright <laughs> um okay I- i'll show you guys my cards later then uh so dr bright pipes up uh sorry for the continued change in appearance but uh my body happens to be destroyed again uh we had some trouble returning 106 to its containment so I had to step in, uh, lost the body, unfortunately, and more unfortunately, one of our guards apparently missed the memo about uh, 963 not being needed. It should not be touched. Uh, so now in a new body. Uh, Abel's out of commission as well, but uh, anyway, down to business. Uh, Bright then sets down on the table in front of you. Um, you can tell it's the hilt of the lightning lance, and it's essentially destroyed. The um, shining golden part of it is very rusted and looks very decrepit. There's uh, some bits remaining, but you can also tell that 106's corruption has uh, rendered it essentially useless. So now, more than ever, I am asking for your help. The Reality Anchor technology in the Lightning Lance didn't just break from 106. Um, Essentially, all of our Reality Anchor technology is not reliable anymore and hasn't been for a long time. We were were fortunate enough today that it worked on uh, 106, but it's tech we can't really rely on much anymore. And we need help in other areas. Uh, The issue stems from the fact that Honestly, reality, to which we were trying to anchor ourselves to, is uh, the original one. It's This is far diverged from that. Uh, the world has ended and been reset multiple times, and I've observed that myself. And reality is a bit confusing these days. We've been able to duplicate the tech to anchor to what our reality currently is, but it is unstable and needs constant recalculation, so 
field applications like this and personal defense, it not really feasible anymore. So we need to look for other avenues of assistance. And uh, Ellie, I'll, I'll make you a new lance when I can. It just won't have the SRA tech. But uh, anyway, we uh, detected multiple reality bending events while we were dealing with 106 as well. Um, pretty safe to assume that fake Lucas may have had uh, some contact with some of you, but I don't really care if you all want to tell me right now or not. I know you all probably don't trust me just yet, so that's fine. If you want to tell us, then feel free. Nope. Um, I'm in. In? Okay, was there any anything that contacted you? Uh, well, oh, no, sorry. I... I got distracted. Um, I thought you were talking about uh, working for you guys. Sorry. I was looking at my... And then he, like, catches himself and sees his mom and knows he wasn't supposed to take his baseball cards. I was like, I was looking at my shoe. It's untied. Uh, and he goes down to tie his shoe. Okay. Uh, no one else? All right. Well, that's fine. Uh, so I think it's time. Let's go ahead and let you all learn a little bit more about the foundation. Um, if you want to have like a one-on-one -on -one talk later about anything, we can. I, I know that some of you are a bit on the fence about all this and I get it. But first, let's, uh, let's let you learn a little bit more about what we do and hopefully it'll help you make a decision. So uh, he walks over to one of those like uh, early 2000s, late 90s, uh, like TV stands that is on wheels that is uh, one of those big box TVs uh, and pops in a VHS tape uh, and then a video begins to play. So uh, what comes up on the screen uh, is a a fairly old looking like classroom with a, uh, a guy who walks on the screen and uh, sits backward on a chair like uh, Captain America does in the, the Spider-Man movies. Um, and uh, I'm just imagining, do you know that one like uh, stock audio or stock music? That's like the ukulele thing that's in the like, the, yeah, that vloggers use. Yeah. Like every <laughs> vlog ever. Yeah. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> can we can we use that? Is that royalty free? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Okay. I if I have time, I may put it in. Um. So this guy just sits down. And is like, uh, uh, welcome, welcome to the SCP Foundation. New recruits. You, you, you all ha have the honor of receiving access to all security level one information that that is at the foundation that 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 the foundation has. At its, at its disposal. Let's outline uh, first the different access levels. You you all uh, level you all are level one, which is a confidential information. So if, if there's just like general stuff that people that the public doesn't. Sorry. <sighs> okay. If there's general information that the, the public doesn't know about, uh, that the, the foundation generally keeps secret, that you get to have access to that. Uh, I mean, below that, there's level zero, which is 
mostly like uh, non-secured personnel, like janitorial positions, D-class, uh, that that type of stuff. Then there's above level one, level two. Uh, you get access to some more restricted areas in some of our sites uh, and get more access to different types of information. Level three, uh, same type of thing. You get more and more access and more research opportunities as well. Uh, and a lot of our mobile task force operatives hold this level of security clearance as well. Then level four, uh, that's more reserved for mobile task force commanders and site directors. Then there's level five, and they do stuff. But level four, that's uh, kind of like what uh, Dr. Miller at your site here here does. That's that's about what her her level of classification is. Um, so after uh, uh, security level clearances, we have uh, containment classes. So um, there's like th three or four or five like big ones, but there's like a, a lot of other ones that have more specific purposes. But for, for the purpose of this seminar, we'll just talk about uh, five of them. First, there's uh, neutralized SCPs. Uh, and obviously those ones are just ones that have been neutralized and we don't have to, we don't have to worry about what they're doing, but it's nice to have their information, uh, in our data bank so that we can know what we learned from them. Uh, then there's the, uh, uh the safe Euclid and Keter classes. Those are, uh, oh, and then there's also Thaumiel. So... Uh, t for these four classes, uh, you you use the locked box test. Essentially, uh, for the safe class, if you lock it in a box, leave it alone, nothing bad will happen. It's a safe class. If you lock it in a box, leave it alone, and you're not entirely sure what will happen, uh, it tries to escape. That's a Euclid class. If you lock it in a box, leave it alone, and it very easily escapes and actively tries to do so very often, that's a Keter class. So of the, of the ones that you guys have seen, uh, the butler, butler's handbell, that one is safe because it doesn't do anything unless you, you ring the bell. Then there's the Euclid class. Um, hold on, I need to check something. <laughs> I, I can't remember um, if Abel is considered Keter or... Ah, it is Keter. Is the vending machine Euclid? Um, I think vending machine is uh, safe. If you lock it in a so box and it doesn't do anything, <laughs> <laughs> weren't you paying maybe, attention in the orientation? Maybe it's a malicious vending machine. So this is all coming from the video? Yes. Yeah, the video's talking to us. Did they make this video yeah. just for us? Yeah, it seems very... Custom, I mean, but is is you, the video? Are you just sitting SCP? here and listening to the video? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're just sitting here and listening to the video. Yeah, I figure we'll wait for the video to yeah. stop first. Yeah. Before discussing okay. the weirdness of the video yeah. itself. No, yeah, this is out of character. <laughs> yes. So uh, he continues after I uh, realized that I was wrong. Uh, you guys haven't seen any Euclid ones yet, but then Keter, uh, th those ones are like. Uh, you know, uh, one one oh six. Uh, 
the old man and then Abel's like that too, where they're they're constantly trying to break out and they cost a lot of money to keep contained. And then there's Thamiel. So for the box analogy, if something is the box, then it's probably Thamiel. So it's what you're using to keep things contained. So basically, safe is safe, Euclid is pretty dangerous, and Keter could probably destroy the world, or at least a lot of a lot of people. And then Thamiel is like what you keep use to keep things contained. So like the the uh, reality anchor tech would be Thamiel, but um, there's some issues we've been having with that. Uh, anyway, that's that's the object class stuff. And then there's uh, one more thing we'll talk about a little bit is memetics. Uh, basically, memetics are uh, they deal with information exchange. Essentially, if something decides to mess with not necessarily your brain, but just the perception and distribution of information, uh, and it's disordered by the time it gets up up to your noggin, uh, then that's a mimetic effect. So uh, let's see here. Who who all would have come across something mimetic? Um, would I lean over to... Uh... Is Mr. Clark in the room or one of my, one of the authority um, figures near me? Uh, the, so Dr. Miller and Dr. Bright are off on the side. Uh, now that you're looking around a little bit, you see Lucas is over on the side as well. And he's very excited to be in on this because turns out he had not actually received his level one clearance uh, seminar yet. So he's very excited <laughs> to finally be learning all of this stuff. <laughs> Uh okay. I just I guess I'm just gonna lean over to uh Ned or Anya, whichever one's next to me, and just kind of be like, "Memetics be like fake Lucas? Like is he just messing with how we see him, or is he actually oh, transformed?" Uh, no, I don't. I don't uh, think that guy is uh memetics. That he's from the, what you all have been seeing. It sounds more like. He's just able to, uh, like, slight reality bending with creating rifts and stuff, like creating a tear in reality where he could pass from one spot to the other. Did the VHS just talk to us? Oh, yeah. I Do you have any other questions? I mean, actually, should we should we save the questions for the end? Yeah, but we should probably save the questions for the end. I should get through memetics first. Oh, that reminds me, Ned, you probably got uh, some memetic stuff that uh, erased your memory a little bit whenever you found some stuff you shouldn't have online. But yeah, that's that's memetic. So it you can find like information online about stuff, and then the foundation can send out a, a memetic agent that uh, will like stop that information from being spread. So that's some nifty tech we have, but then there's also some other stuff that uh, will will be more harmful to you and mess with your perception of stuff. So, like, if you didn't know what was going on around you while this um, while this thing is like uh, it, interacting with you, then that might be a mimetic. If like you suddenly thought you were you were in uh, an airplane, but you were you were you were in a building instead, like that'd be that'd be Maybe mimetic, but you're still in the building. 
so that's memetics. Um, I think, yeah, we can go to the Q&A part. Do you want to handle this, Dr. Bright? Can, can I please stop now? I, I'm too, too nervous. Uh, you're you're doing you're doing fine. Uh, you're doing you're doing Miles good. Miles raises you can his continue. hand. Oh yeah yeah, Miles, what's what's up, man? Are are you trapped in there? No, like twice no. if you're trapped. No, I'm I'm good. Uh, we can help is, get you out. If we no, break I, the TV, you might fall out. I, I enjoy doing this. I'm just really nervous. I, I don't get to. Mom, is he I, trapped in there? No, sweetie. He's he enjoys doing this. He's just a little bit socially awkward, and that's okay. Miles narrows his eyes and sits back in his chair. Yeah, no, 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 little dude. It's 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 cool. I'm, I I just get a little nervous sometimes. It's I'm I'm good. Don't worry about it. I really do like doing this. It's it's fun getting to tell new new recruits information and stuff. How I mean, otherwise I'm just sitting here in this tape. So there's not a whole lot else to to do. Like I, I enjoy this. Don't worry about it. How'd you get in there? Um, uh, I could tell you, but I think the tape might automatically redact it because I'm not supposed to tell. Oh, memetics. Uh, maybe mimet- I don't know. I don't understand memetics all that well. Doctor Brennan, is this memetics? Uh, it's probably memetics. Yeah, it's, it's probably memetics. Miles looks very smug. So you guys don't even know what memetics you got? Oh no, I know what memetics we have. He just doesn't. He's uh not completely knowledgeable about stuff because he isn't supposed to tell everything. That's about those levels and things, right? Like how he didn't tell us what level 5 did? Ah. Except other than things? Yeah, I mean, level 5, they they run the entirety of the the foundation beyond uh, the organization of the individual sites. Oh. Okay. Miles raises his hand. Uh, yes, Miles. Direct, directing his question at the TV, he says, "What level of clearance are you?" Uh, um, hmm, three, probably three. I, I don't think I have a, an official clearance, Doctor Bright. Yeah, three. Okay, thank you. Uh, sorry. And he looks over to uh. Doctor Bright and Doctor Miller. He says, "Is there like a, a sheet with all this stuff?" On it, I had some trouble keeping up. Is there like a like a PDF or something? Uh, yeah. Hold on. Uh, Doctor Bright like goes over to a a computer that's in the room. Uh, slides the roll away TV to the side a little bit and pulls up like uh an infographic that just lays out um both security levels and object classes as well. Just uh dividing them into each of their sections of. Uh, general information that's known and distributed by each um, and then object classes dividing them uh, using a similar uh, graphic for how uh, the box analogy has been used for uh, the different uh, classes of objects great thank you why don't you have that guy like holding this graphic or something well, I mean, he enjoys doing it. Like, uh, he wanted to do it, and I was giving him the chance. Guys, don't be so rough on him. Well, can, Miles can, raises his hand. Can you put stuff in his world? Uh, that uh, was actually my question, too. Unfortunately, it's complicated. So, could you give him one of these PDFs? It seems like he could use a, a prompt. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah. 
just generally like this guy uh it's what he gets to do and he enjoys that he's having fun i wouldn't worry about him too much um so do you have any like scp questions that i didn't cover or something you'd like me to uh like i guess out of character more specifically touch on that may have been confusing I mean, I really also, like, me, myself, didn't actually follow everything, because there was a lot, but <laughs> mm -hmm. I can I can figure that out on my own. Here. I'll, I mean, I'll drop you links to uh, security levels. Uh, I, I'm literally just, I don't have a script for this. I'm just going off of uh, what the website has for this stuff. Yeah, so there's um, security clear clearance levels, object classes, and then uh, understanding memetics. Uh, I didn't do a great job of explaining memetics, um, but essentially it's uh, just if there's, uh, it, it's less uh, altering your mind or your, uh, it's not like tele telepathy or psychic compulsions or anything. It's literally just the spread of information. So it's not necessarily mind affecting, though it can be, but it's more of just the information can have uh, perception affecting parts to it. So like you can see something on a website essentially that's like coded into it. Like if you read a certain thing, it may wipe your memory of what you just read essentially. Gotcha. That super makes sense. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yes. So wait, so wait, I'm looking at the link and it says that a creature who uses memetics is called a meme. Yes, this is, they are, they are memes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, and actually, to explain memetics a little bit better, let me... So, um, I think that, like, in, in the infographic for um, memetics, there is a brief description of SCP-055. Oh, shit, no, I can't even give you a description of it. Um, because you'll just immediately forget what it is. There is no SCP-055. Sick. I understand memetics now. Yeah. So, like, there might be something on there for SCP-055, but there isn't an SCP-055. Meta. Okay. No, not meta. It's memetic. Oh. Metal. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, SCP-055 is a self-keeping secret or anti-meme. It essentially keeps away any information about itself. The only thing that you can know about 055 is what it isn't. Okay. So uh, it is not a sphere. <laughs> Sweet. I think I'm up to speed. Y'all? Yeah, I have resources to read, so I'm, I'm good. Okay. Um, and I'm going to... I was trying to find a good page for uh memetic resistance somewhere here while you're doing this we can role play a little bit um yeah go for it so ned did he say that you've been you've had your memory wiped with one of these memetic things when did when did that happen what did they wipe you know i think i remember what was it that dr bright guy I haven't seen him in a while. He was... He mentioned something about that. Yeah. But, you know, I think the... You know, the the, the, the big thing about the, the mind wiping... You, you don't remember what they wiped. That's how they get you. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Um. Well. I mean, you want to... 
you want to see my baseball cards and maybe see if you remember those from anywhere? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I not some, I'm not too big into baseball, cool... but uh, I ain't got oh. nothing else to do, I guess. Well, okay, I'll just show you one, and I'm going to pull out my Yadier Molina baseball card, and it is pretty well-loved. It's got some fra- some fraying around the edges, and uh, it's got it's pretty dented up. It looks like maybe it's been shoved into a pocket a few times, but uh, it's a pretty sick baseball card. At least if you're a nine year old that loves baseball. Hey, yeah, that's a that's a pretty cool card, kid. You play. Uh, uh... Here, would actually would you mind passing it down to uh, Benji and showing him? Uh. Sure. And awesome, uh, he, he takes the card and kind of very slowly, while still looking at Ned, just passes it over towards Benji. Or, I'm Ned. <laughs> while looking at Miles. <laughs> <laughs> Miles just leans over, like, forward and, like, makes eye contact with Benji and just gives him, like, a thumbs up. And then, like, uh, points at the card and then points back at myself. Uh... Yeah, Ben Ben takes it and he looks at it and he goes, "Ah, Yachty, that's a pretty good pick. You got any more?" And Miles is gonna like look at his mom and like see if she's listening and like see if she's paying attention. Whisper, yeah, she's uh, having a she's purposely having a side conversation with Doctor Bright while this is happening. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I've got more. Um, so I'm gonna pull out like three or four more cards like maybe I've got a Wayno card a Skippy Schumacher card in there I'm just gonna like pick out a couple interesting ones and pass them to Ned so he can pass them over to Benji <laughs> here Ned got a pretty sweet yeah. got a pretty sweet lineup there yeah you know? I, I got the whole 2011 champion team um heck I, yeah actually, that was memorable as hell can I have those can I have those back I just oh, don't. Yeah. I like to make sure I keep a good eye on them. I don't want to yeah, lose too yeah. many at the same time. Uh, th- 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 thanks. He, yeah, he slides them back very carefully. I, Ned then slides them, slides them back. Thanks, Ned. And I put them back, and I am just, or Miles is just grinning from ear to ear. He's so excited he got to finally show someone not his mom his baseball cards. <laughs> hey, but kid, you ever heard of Digimon? <laughs> no, oh, no, I, I don't think so. Is that, is that a baseball player? And uh, you, you probably, you probably wouldn't be into it. It's above your know. age. Lucas uh, uh, has now seated at the conference table with you all, and he's just like, "Dude, Digimon, that's my shit." <laughs> oh, now I want to know what Digimon it. Come on, oh, guys! Oh my god. You played Digimon too? Dude, it was nobody played that game, but I was the one. I was the one. And so you played it alone? What's your favorite digital monster? Alright, uh, so here's the thing. I didn't actually <laughs> play Digimon. <laughs> Same. <laughs> so okay, you uh, the two of them have like a side conversation about Digimon. Um and Ben's eventually eyes uh, are rolling in the back of his head. <laughs> <laughs> He's more of a Pokemon guy. Of <laughs> if you pipe up about Pokemon, Lucas is all on that too. Lucas is a bit of a nerd, but I'll let um, them have their Digimon conversation. 
you'll have your Pokemon conversation later. Um, <laughs> so eventually, uh, Dr. Miller breaks up the uh, digital monster conversation uh, and various other ones because uh, Miles has had enough opportunity to discuss his baseball cards um, and people are going to start getting bored if he goes on much further. Or at least that's what she thinks. Um, <clears throat> so she pipes up. Uh, so a bit of information that was glossed over was the uh, memetics. Uh there is certain levels of mimetic resistance. We'll do a test for you all on that shortly. Uh, other information regarding mimetics, there's also amnestics. Uh, we don't have to go too much into them, but essentially they uh, are a form of mimetic that alters your memory. It might uh, wipe something away that is hurtful or might wipe away information that is sensitive. Uh, it can serve many different purposes and has served to keep uh, a lot of information away from the public for a very long time. And the reason for that is because we want to make it so that people can live their lives without fearing every single day that some monster is going to be out to get them. And that for the longest time has been why the Foundation has operated the way that it has. But I think we would like to start making some changes around here. Obviously, there's some information that if it got out to the public would cause panic. For example, if 106 was given free reign to do whatever it wanted, it would proceed to cause as much pain and suffering to many, many different people. You saw the way that it attacked all of you and us as well, it's a very dangerous being. But there's so much more that's even more dangerous than 106 that's out there. And we here, Dr. Bright and I, have dedicated our entire lives to seeing to it that people can live normal lives. And I hope that you all agree with that sentiment as well. Ned raises his hand. Yes, Ned. Hey, uh, sorry, that's that's real great, but do we get mind-wipe pens, too? Uh, this isn't Men in Black, but it's more of like a pill that someone can take. Ah, ah, okay. Maybe a shot? Yes. He just Good question, just though. Sat down. Uh, the rest of you are free to take notes as well. I already assumed that Ned would be on it. Oh, you better believe Ned is on it. I'll just look over his shoulder later. <laughs> so Dr. Bright chimes in and uh, he puts away uh, the VCR uh, and the VHS tape. Thanks the the guy in the video for uh, helping out. And uh, he says to you all, so I know I've gotten a response from Ned. Uh, Ned, you said you're in and you're you're willing to help us out and uh, you have a job here the the rest of you um i guess anyas we didn't get a chance to officially offer you anything but what dr miller and i want to do here is beyond what we've done in the past we want to add a fourth pillar to 
secure, contain, protect. We want to integrate. We want to bring in people of different anomalous abilities, people and creatures, and uh, give them the opportunity to do something more than just be another number. Uh, it's been alluded to or specifically said for some of you, but I am an SCP, or at least the necklace that I have is. And I have been fortunate enough to have already been working for the Foundation when I got my start, when I first came into possession of 963, and I feel like I should be doing a better job of extending that opportunity to others to get the chance to prove themselves and prove that they can be more than a number. It doesn't need to end with you being thrown in a cell, and honestly, if you choose to not do this, I can try to pull some strings to make sure that you live a good life, but at the same time, for some of you, your abilities are... I feel like you could do a lot of good in the world. It's not just that we are running out of options and desperate for help. I can find other avenues. But I think that you all possess something different than a lot of the Foundation has. You have spunk? Pizzazz? I don't, I don't know. You all are, are wonderful, and I'd love to see what you can do. And I'm, I'm not the only one. Uh, he pulls out uh, a, a folder, and on the inside, he pulls out several uh, magazines that he flips a copy of one to each of you. And on uh, big, bold letters on the front, um, it says, The Official SCP Sales Catalog. Uh, the front of the magazine shows little figurines of uh, Dr. Bright, Dr. Miller, and Abel. Um, and there's a few other items on the front there. Uh, you see a pill that uh, you may assume is the pill that you all took earlier uh, in the day before. Uh, there's a key, a jar of something green, um, and it says uh, see page one for a forward and uh, has an asterisk with terms and condition of conditions apply. Uh, in the forward, you see uh, you see an opening that says, Hey there, SCP shoppers. Thank you for subscribing to the special SCP Monster Hunter edition of the official SCP sales catalog. Ever have an SCP you just had to get your hands on to help with your newly formed monster hunting party to get the edge over those indestructible lizards, apocalyptic monsters, and God himself? Well, now you can. For this one-time only offer, we're giving away free samples of some of our most popular items to invest in your future. Big thanks to our sponsors for making this deal happen for you. Don't worry, Dr. Bright will be the one getting the bill. And uh, there's an asterisk on the uh, sponsors part of the statement there, and it says, Deal sponsored by SCP Foundation, Dr. Wondertainment, Marshall Carter, and Dark and Redacted. We hope to see great progress from all of you. Or else. I would love to imagine that the, the magazine was actually speaking to us in that voice when we opened it up. Yes, you heard yeah, all same. that in your head. Oh, <laughs> that's, I, I love that. 
So there is the sales catalog. So in there, you will find the full list of the things that I put into there. Um, if you have an idea for an item that you would like to have, um, other than like the ones that I have in here, you think you have something that would work well for your character, um, then we can talk about that as well. Um, there's a few in here that are meant only for certain characters. Like um, there's a few Dr. Wondertainment items that only work for people of a certain age. So like only Miles would be able to use them. Um, and then there's stuff that's only good for Benji, um, Ned as well. I, I don't think I was able to find a specific one for... But what what about my little buddies that I noticed? Uh, you still have your little buddies. Oh, I do? I thought I, they I were won't, taken I won't away. take those away. Oh, okay. No, no. As a sign of good faith, Dr. Bright was like, yeah, he can hang on to them. So Dr. Bright tosses these uh, magazines to you and basically just says... So these different individuals uh, decided to make an investment in you. Uh, don't be fooled, the SCP Foundation did not sponsor this, but uh, it's a very good chance that Dr. Wondertainment and Marshall Carter and Dark at least did. Uh, they're two anomalous groups of interest that uh, are known for meddling in other organizations' uh, dealings, and for some reason they've decided to take interest in what's going on here. No idea how they even know, but I have a feeling that information tends to travel along pretty quick when you have someone who uh, can teleport in and out of our facilities, apparently. But I know that some of you are still on the fence about this. I think that let's all just turn in for the night. You've all had a very long evening and now day. Uh, sorry that all this has happened at once to you, so just... Take a minute. Uh, we have some dormitories ready for uh, those of you who don't live here already, uh, like Miles. But uh, yeah, I think that you all should uh, have the opportunity to take some time to think on all this. So just to be clear, am I with them? Do I get to help? Um, I mean, it depends on the threat. I mean, I... For the moment, we don't really have much of a, a rush to do anything. Uh, you just dealt with a big issue. Let's take a moment to take a breath and just think about all the stuff that's happened uh, and and what direction each of you would like to take. Miles uh, nervously kind of looks around and sticks his hands in his pocket and feels the carnival tickets that he shoved in there earlier but does not say anything about them. Okay. And I'm guessing that uh, Agnes does not mention any certain uh, interactions with one Herman Fuller either? Nope, she keeps that to herself. You selfish. <laughs> Following your character details and everything. Okay. Um, and the only other person who would have a secret is uh, Ben, who saw fake Lucas, and I think we've already established you're not saying much about that either. Nope. Cool. Secret, secret. All right. We are secret. really close, guys. Like, we trust each <laughs> other so much. Yeah, we share all <laughs> of our information between ourselves. It's just a great party dynamic that we've got going on here. I mean, like, it's hard to talk about that stuff with other, like, with, you know, administration in the room. 
Don't worry. Yes, but I did give you a chance to all be alone in the same room and discuss if you so wished, but... <laughs> Miles has True. a plan. Don't worry, Ned's a searcher. Okay. He's gonna find out whether you all want him to or not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so... Then uh, you all get the chance to uh, take each of these magazines off to uh, a dormitory where uh, you're led to by uh, some foundation personnel. Um, they have started to uh, put more uh, cameras and guards stationed around the area because they've been continually detecting uh, these uh, anomalies that keep popping in and out of the facility so they're putting up more and more sensors as well to try to detect if anything decides to tear a rift into one of your rooms um, but you all get to each of your rooms uh, you're given some supplies for the evening to brush your teeth and such uh, Miles already has all of this but um, you sent off to your rooms and you're in your quarters temporary quarters maybe um, and you have time to look through your catalog, so you're choosing your item that you want to pick now, um, and you're going to have to call the hotline number that's on there in order to order your item. Uh, so we'll do that, and then uh, we also will first do uh, what... So everyone leveled up, and everyone has a improvement that they would have taken. Um, everyone leveled up with the end of the last adventure you get a certain amount of uh experience for that i think we just determined it would be two uh from the different criteria uh benji also gets an extra one for uh succeeding in protecting people with the premonition so uh we'll go ahead and do first what everyone's improvement that they took was so first we would do Hannah slash Benji. Yeah, so um, one of the improvements that the spooky class can take is to take another spooky move, obviously. And so Ben took the move Tune In, um, and the description of that is uh, you can attune your mind to a monster or minion, roll plus weird. And um, then I can, if I roll well, I can ask some questions including where's the creature right now what's it planning to do right now who's it going to attack next who does it regard as the biggest threat and how can i attract its attention and if i miss this role it becomes aware of me so that's my move cool uh so let's go ahead and do uh jordan what did Anyas take for her improvement so i am going to take um another natural attack which I'm going to choose, I have an extra add plus one arm to a base. So my base is my claws. So it basically brings that up to three harm. Okay. Ooh, beefy. Um, mm -hmm. And so our, our, I'm trying to remember how we decided your claws and transformation mechanics would work. I think that uh, it takes 30 seconds to do a full transformation from either being like fully in flight or um, being just a human yeah um but i think you can do like a, a quick transformation like just a partial one if you need to do your claws or something okay yeah that makes sense okay um that way it's not completely it invalidating your choice of that if you're in human form <laughs> fair enough okay um so let's go ahead and do miles uh jacob what did miles get for oh wait no miles did not level up miles hasn't failed a roll yet 
<laughs> yeah, you've received four experience points just for completing the arcs. Miles has got four experience points worth of participation trophies. <laughs> yeah. You you have not failed. And also, I think of the people who did fail for Agnes and Ned, I think each of them only failed once, too. And Agnes was like her first role ever. Yeah. And it, all yes, that happened was. was she hit fake Lucas with a car. So <laughs> yeah. really it had like no consequence. <laughs> I, I failed once or twice, I think, because I have I've already leveled up uh once and i already have three more experience so you yeah you received two uh actually i don't know if you received experience for the other premonition the first one because it was supposed to be the same premonition i think you did though i think i did yeah oh yeah because you burned lucas too wasn't that a fail or is that a mixed success no no that was just a a story element i think oh okay um yeah i can't remember if it was but i don't remember Something happened. Uh, Ned, uh, Daniel, what did Ned get? So Ned has decided to take the helping hand move from the initiate playbook. So this means whenever he uses help out, he gives plus two to another hunter instead of plus one. Cool. Very cool. As a fellow hunter, very cool. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Glad to help out. I I will say that um, Miles is also very attuned to helping out. So uh, if, if he's needing help with something, you're you're definitely there for him. And if he's not in the situation, he won't be as helpful um, or he won't be able to help. So that will be helpful, I believe. It, it's just uh, you're kind of specking towards the same area a little bit. Just a fair warning. We're also the closest in age. It makes sense. Exactly. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll let the adults do the real work and we'll, just, right. we'll help them towards it. <laughs> Yeah, all all of the magic. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, Jordan, uh, what item will Anya's take? We'll do you first. Uh, so I was thinking about it, and I really like the idea of doing, what was it, SCP-776, the dice with the different um, elements. Okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, this one is fun. So you said we had to call the number. Are we doing this in character? Uh, yeah, hold on. Let me pull up, uh, 776. Oh, uh, worth noting, this is 776, uh, dash arc. So this is not the canonical 776. It is, uh, one that is kept on the wiki for reasons of, like, it's related to a tale and needs to be on there for that reason. Uh, but it's not actually SCP-776. So we would say, like, it's... 776-A or something. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, I'll just give a synopsis of this. Basically, this is a six-sided die. Uh, it's got uh, on each of its different surfaces different stuff. So there's one with a lightning bolt, uh, one with two snowflakes, uh, one with three teardrops, uh, etc. Each of them does a different thing, and they have different uh, elemental effects. And uh, it has varying intensity depending on what it falls on. Um, and some of this may be very frightening to me. We'll just see how it goes. But uh, it's it's fun because it's dice and we already are using D6s. So we'll, we'll see how this works. <laughs> okay. Um, so you have to call. Beep, boop, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> uh, thank you for calling the SCP sales catalog. What would you like to order? 
Uh, hi. I was told we could order any item on the catalog, so... Yeah, what would you like to order? I would like to order SCP-776-A. Okay, yeah, well, uh, we'll get that shipping uh, your way. Uh, anything else we could do for you today, ma'am? Um, I think that's it. How long uh, until I should be expecting this package? They hang up. Oh, God. Great customer service. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Anya's orders 776-ARC. Uh, let's go ahead and do Jacob. Uh, what would Miles like to order? Uh, so, Miles gets back to his room and pulls out the magazine, the catalog, and starts flipping through it um, and immediately sees a very cool looking robot and has no interest in reading the description, knows he wants that robot because it looks way cooler than anything, any of the other boring old stuff he found in the magazine. Uh, so he's going to like read through the instructions on how to make an order and realize he doesn't have a phone. So he's going to, I think, just step out into the hallway and start looking around for like a... Uh, uh, foundation employee and as soon as he finds uh, you one you don't have to as soon as you walk out the door you see that there's a little present at the foot of the door uh, and inside this present if you take it into your room and open it up it's got uh, a little tag on it that says from mom with a little heart and you recognize her handwriting what oh it's not even my birthday okay awesome um so i'm gonna pull it in and just rip the packaging off first i have completely forgotten about the the catalog at this point um it i rolled it up put it in my back pocket as soon as i saw this uh new present and miles has a one-track mind sometimes so <laughs> ripping open the package and i lift off the lid and i see there's a little bitty cell phone in there it's sick. it's not like an iphone or anything it's like one of those uh older like nokia ones that's like very unbreakable really good call yes. yeah uh and there's a little note in there that just says miles uh this is for you since you are going to be potentially getting into some more trouble with some adventures i'm going to want to be able to keep some tabs and monitor you if you don't mind uh, i'm a worrisome mother congratulations uh, you now have a phone <laughs> ba 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 uh yeah okay miles is gonna start like booping around and see if there's brick breaker on it and start playing brick breaker and then suddenly like remember oh yeah i was supposed to order a thing and um <laughs> exit out of brick breaker and call the number on the catalog boop, boop, beep, okay. boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Oh, th thank you for calling the SCP sales catalog. What can you like to order? Um, hi. Uh, I um, I was told to call this number. Uh, do you guys have uh more of this robot? Um, got more specific there, kiddo. What we've got lots of robots in the catalog. Uh, okay. It's uh called General Beep. Oh yeah, we can get that one for you. That one there is uh, what's the number again? <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, SCP-958. Oh, 958? Oh, yeah, we got about 20 of those in stock. And, oh, uh, wow. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll get, uh, one of them shipped your way. Uh, we'll just, uh, we'll, we'll get that going for you. Thank you for our order, Shark. Uh, do you need my name or uh, address? As soon as or? you ask that, yeah, 
just hang up again. <laughs> oh no, I think I think this phone's broken. <laughs> okay. Uh let's do uh Daniel, did you decide on yours? Well the thing is, if the the we golden can talk about horde it now of... if you want. To, yeah. Tell me what you're thinking. So the golden horde of town and deck, like, that's not an SCP. And I don't think that Ned would have any super great reason to uh to pick up the golden horde of town and deck unless there's like i don't know he feels some some strange connection to it and maybe it comes into play later because it's not like a useful item it's just it's literally just gold yeah uh no i i think that this is something that would be in here because uh certain reasons like there are a lot of people investing in this in the moment and a lot of them have some anomalous abilities so for that reason this item has wound up in here okay so as you are uh you've probably looked through most of the pages already and you're just kind of like scanning each item very meticulously trying to figure out as much about each one of them as you can right um and as you get to one of the later pages as soon as you turn it you hear a voice in your head uh say child of rosewell stop your page turning Doth thou see the item that lies before thine eyes? The great horde of Tarendak. I... Thou must chooseth. Grandpa Brick? Doth now thou not recognizeth thine kin? I am not your grandpa, Rick. I am Joffrey Rosewell. There's more. You must pick this item, young one. <laughs> it is your legacy. Well, uh, hey, you're off to that on. weird realm where we all are hanging out now, apparently. Oh boy. Fare thee well, Nedithi. <laughs> so uh Ned at this point is a, l a little taken back. That's that's a new one. That's a new one for old Ned there. <laughs> Hearing this very eloquent voice in his head. He's used to the other eloquent voice that is Grandpa Rick. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so much more more elegant that Grandpa Rick is. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um so yeah, Ned's Ned's been looking around. He was kind of interested in a in a history book, but looking at this and hearing that voice in his head, he kind of does feel a bit of a special connection to this. And it's weird, it's not even labeled as an SCP, it's just the Golden Horde of Town and Deck. So, following that hunch, Ned's had a lot of hunches uh, in his life, so thinks we're gonna go with this one as well. So he takes out his old phone. It's, uh, it's one of those around 2010 sorts of phones, where it would flip open, like, along the lengthwise to reveal a further keyboard inside, but you still called when it was closed on the front, you know, like before the like iPhone. Like the, the one that slides out sideways? Yeah, of, yeah. Like, flipping up? Ah, uh, yeah, those ones are good. Yeah, those kind. And uh, so he's going to take it out, call the number on the catalog, 
and you will uh, put it up. And, uh, beep boop beep pop beep boop pop beep pop pop. Bring, bring. Thank for calling SP Catalog. Can you order? Hi, uh, I'm uh, I'm Ned Roswell, new uh, new level one here at SCP. Yeah. Yep. What was your order? Hey, uh, this this one here, it, it don't have no number, but it's the uh, Golden Horde of Town. Oh yeah, the Golden Horde of Town. Today. Yeah, we can get that for you, sir. Anything else we can do for you today? Yeah. No, I think uh, I'm only supposed to get one of these, so I'll just take that one right there. And when, when do you think that? Okay. All right. Very efficient business going there. Very efficient business. And with that, we'll move on to Benji. Hannah, what item is Benji going to take? Um. So after being told that I can only get one of these items instead of two, um, Ben is going to go for... I mean, you can call and try to ask for two. <laughs> um, Ben's going to go for SCP-005. SCP-005. Or the skeleton key. The skeleton key. Ooh. There, there's potentially going to be lots of uses for that, so that one's oh, yeah. a fun one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so, so, in, in character... Uh, Ben is probably just laying on his cot or mattress or whatever he's afforded in whatever quarters these are. And he's, like, looking through everything and everything just looks, like, kitschy and gimmicky to him. And he's, like, actually looking for something of of use. And then he comes across um, SCP-005. He probably just has an iPhone, like, 7 or something, and he dials and bring, 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 bring. Bring, bring. Thank you for calling us. How can I take your order? Uh, yeah. I was interested in ordering SCP-005. A 005? That's the skeleton key. Uh, is that, is that correct? Uh, yeah. Alright, uh, anything else I can do for you? Uh, no. I don't think so. Do you need my address or name or okay <laughs> and that is the end of your conversation with the suspicious scp sales catalog individual <laughs> nice okay yeah you all uh get to lay down would you like to do anything before the evening or are you you good you're just tired um did miles get to see where any of their dormitories are yeah, so they're nearby yours. Uh, I think you all are like allowed to move to each other's if you want to have any interactions with each other. Okay. Um, I think after um, his mom puts him to bed, uh, he's going to stay up for a little while and wait till the sound kind of dies down from her room. And he is going to try to sneak out to try to go to... Um, whichever of his new friends uh dormitories is closest or easiest to get into roll a d3 okay um i don't know who would be closest so yeah let's just roll a d3 okay uh well i'll roll a d6 and divide it by two i have a oh i guess i don't have a d3 do i d3 doesn't exist 
Okay, I got a one divided by two. Roundup is a one. So a D3 does exist. I didn't it's assign weird. Uh, people to that. So let's go. <laughs> Anya Benji. This has Ned, been super helpful. Uh, in <laughs> alphabetical order. Uh, yeah. Okay. So it's Anya's. Great. Um, so I'm gonna kind of sneak up uh, and sort of knock on Anya's door. Okay. Anya's. Uh, it's Miles. I. I reluctantly get up and go answer the door. Hey, uh, can I come in for a second? I I might have a problem. Sure, kid. What's up? Bathroom's down the hallway, kid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, well, so I I pulled out my baseball cards to show everybody earlier, and I, I forgot that I had I had a dream. And at the end of it, I woke up, and I I had some tickets in my hand and in the dream there was a circus and it, a guy told me that something dangerous was coming and the circus was coming to town and I ne- we needed to be there. And I don't know what it means, but I think we should be prepared for trouble. And I pull out one of the tickets and hand it to Agnes to show her. You recognize uh, the ticket as a Herman Fuller ticket and uh, that is the name of the individual who uh, was asking you for help the other day. I do recall um, does it say anything else on the ticket like location or time? No it's just like a general admit one Uh, it's like one of those uh, small tear off ones that comes in a big old roll it doesn't say uh, any details about it other than admit one and uh, Herman Fuller's Circus of the Disquieting yeah, okay. Well, Miles, I wouldn't worry too much about it now, but if you have any more premonitions, you should definitely tell someone about it. Well, should we tell the other guys? I don't want anybody to get caught off guard, and I I didn't want to mention it in front of the, the big bosses, because I, I, I don't know, I didn't want them to think it was too dangerous for me, because the guy in my dream said I had to be there for for you guys. Hmm. We'll tell him in the morning, but yeah, it was probably a good idea not to tell everyone else. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll hang on to these, um, until morning. Um, should I? Yeah, I'll, yeah. Okay. I'll do that. And he just sort of slowly backs out of the room, muttering to himself, trying to like ease himself a little bit. Anya just says, strange kid, and goes back to bed. <laughs> uh, okay, so everyone else just going to sleep? Uh, yeah, Ben doesn't sleep very well. He just uh, stays up and thinks about a situation. Not very... Uh, mind not as much at ease as it should be for one to sleep through the night. Hey, speaking of uh, Ben's mind not being at ease, could you roll a premonition for me, Hannah? Uh, okay. <laughs> um, I roll... Do I roll for that? Yeah. Yes. It's uh, 2d6 plus um, your plus weird. Weird, yeah. Hey, we're doing See, I didn't need dice for this episode, <laughs> Daniel. Fine. Okay, that is a... Uh, that's a nine. Okay. Premonitions. On a seven to nine, you get clouded images of something 
uh, bad that has yet to happen, mark experience, if you stop it. So the individuals who have currently heard about Herman Fuller and his circus have only been Miles and Anyas so far. So it's probably a bit of a surprise to you, Ben, when you have a premonition. Yeah, you eventually fall asleep, though a bit restless throughout the night. Uh, you get to see flashes of the circus that is coming to town. Um, you see a red big top tent, uh, various stalls. You flash from one to the other. Uh, you briefly see a bulletin board with various flyers of different shows that will be going on throughout the day and evening that happen at the at the circus. Um, you can't make out any of them in particular, but as you bounce from one image to the other here, you begin to see people running and terrified and... You hear distant screams. The tent begins to fall, and you see several clowns as well, looking more menacing than a normal clown should. And you briefly see the you briefly see a singular individual who you're not able to make out many of his features, but one thing you do see in particular is that his face is upside down and this individual looks directly at you and you wake up but you don't wake up in site 44 in fact none of you do you wake up at the edge of piedmont and at the edge of piedmont seemingly overnight a circus has appeared from the size and scale of it you would assume that it would have taken weeks to set up all of the carnival rides and stalls and the giant red big top tent that stands in the center of it you're all dressed in your gear and miles you feel several tickets in your pocket. I told you, Agnes. What did you say? You said, well, tell him in the morning. I, I told you we should have told him then. And I start handing out tickets. I guess we're going to the circus. What? <laughs> you all start off towards the entrance. And... Welcome to Herman Fuller's Circus of the Disquieting. All content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under the Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0, and all concepts originate from the SCP Wiki and its authors. Please see scp-wiki.net for all the original content. 
For all SCPs used and referenced within our episodes, please see our page on the SCP Foundation Wiki. You can find us at scp-wiki.net slash scp-play-podcast-hub, which is also linked on our anchor page. Thank you to Michael Winton for all the music that we use in our show. And thank you for listening.